good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. No matter where you are in the world, I'd like to welcome you back to another episode of Whose World Is This with Junior Renee Bobrun. Thank you guys for tuning in in this special holiday episode. It's uh, December 24th, Christmas Eve. We're maybe going to do a Christmas Day episode, not entirely sure. But um, thank you for tuning in. If you're a brand new listener, I'd like to welcome you to this ongoing conversation. Thank you for tuning in for your first time on Christmas Eve. That would be something. I'm pretty sure the people listening to this are going to be um, listeners or uh, I guess uh, returning listeners. And to them, I say thank you. But I'm going to be doing a little promoting of this uh, this show during the holiday season now. And people are off. People have a minute to take a second, take a breather. So I'm going to use this as an opportunity to um, <coughs> encourage friends and family to share it. And then I'm going to go on different forums and do my own little way of marketing it. But um, I'd like to say, you know, Merry Christmas Eve to everyone out there. It is today is Friday, December 24th. As I'm recording this, I did an episode, I think uh, yesterday. Yeah, did an episode yesterday and I'm doing an episode today. I'm being true to my word when I told you guys I was going to be doing several episodes before the holidays um, with with frequency. I usually do maybe one or two episodes per week. I usually don't do them back to back, but here I am. Special announcements, of course. You guys know that I um, always promote the Lenore Batista Journal series on this show because I use the Lenore Batista Journal series. I'm using the journals that are provided by Chavez House. That's Chavez with an S at the end Chavez House Publishing you can go to chaveshouse.com pick up these uh, uh journals I'm using right now the gratitude journal I'm using several journals at the same time I'm using the gratitude journal an abundant blessed life <clears throat> by Lenore Batista I'm also using the Titan Fit training log that's for my workouts uh, which have been going pretty well I've I've slacked off a bit ladies and gentlemen I was looking to do uh, at least get 250 days in from November 1st, 2021 of this year to November 1st, 2022. That's still my goal. That's still my goal to try to get 200 solid plus days in of, of working out. I've slacked off the last couple of, I want to say weeks. Yeah, I've done some walking, but nothing that I would even even put in the conversation of an actual workout. Uh, <clears throat> I started journaling November 1st of this year, November 1st, 2021. I'm on my 51st or second day. I'm not entirely sure what day it is, 50-something day. I do it consecutively every single morning and every single evening. It's something that I encourage each and every one of you guys to do. You can go on Amazon and pick it up. Lenore Batiste, I'm sorry, Chavez House Publishing on um, uh, Amazon. And all of the journals will come up. The fit journals I like to call FemFit, the fit journals for women, the fit training log, Titan Fit for men. There are several pages of them. So the first page may have some of the journals, <clears throat> dance journals, travel logs, things of that nature. And then the second page may have a lot of the other journals. So there is a lot of material. There are a lot of product and content to choose from. And I'm happy about that. I'm proud of <clears throat> the journals as they've uh, come about. Excuse me, guys. I've been uh, drinking a lot of lemon water, you know, trying to keep that Omarion, whatever the case is, Ultron, Megatron variant away. <coughs> so forgive me. I've been um <coughs> drinking water, whatever. It is. But I feel great. I don't have anything going on with me. But um, yeah, uh, Cash App is dollar sign J-U-N-B-E-A-U. That's on Cash App and Venmo. It's also J-U-N-B-E-A-U as well. Also, Whose World Is This 2021 on Instagram. You can DM me. Uh, I'm, I'm noticing that people are more comfortable with Instagram than actually emailing me, which is great, which is fine. My email for any business inquiries, suggestions, questions, and concerns are Whose World Is This 21 at gmail.com. And the Instagram is whose world is this 2021. So um, definitely use both if you'd like. If you're listening on Apple iTunes, definitely rate, like, and subscribe. That's the, that's the Christmas gift I want. That's the gift I want. I'd like to have several of the listeners 
uh, leave reviews. Um, several have. I'd like everyone to leave a review if you're listening via Apple, iTunes, and things of that nature. Maybe it's a vanity thing. <clears throat> I don't know. I know because I leave reviews. I'm a review leaving fanatic. If I ate at a restaurant and I like it, I know how important it is to be found in this new meta sphere that we're all in. Just because Mark Zuckerberg trademarked or copyrighted the word meta to use for Facebook doesn't mean that we're not all part of it. When we're looking for places to eat and we're in a new city or whatever and we just want something new, what do we do? We do a search and then we go on the search and then what do we do? We check the rating. And if it's a 4.8 or 4.7 or higher, guess what we do? We entertain it. If it's a five point something and higher and we notice that, oh, wait a minute, they have a five star rating and 200 reviews. I'm going to go to them as opposed to the one with the four and a half star rating or whatever the case may be. There have been many occasions where I picked the 4.8 or the 4.7 star rating over the 5.0 rating because maybe the 4.7 star rating place rated place had more reviews under it and that five star one was like eh, maybe a handful and i'm like eh. so these things actually matter in our lives they actually matter so when i go to a place i review it new place i review it old place i review it a friend's establishment i review it i know how important that is because if it's not being referred to us by a friend or family family member or something along those lines or we didn't see an advertisement for it somewhere what do we do we go online and we start looking and we start comparing ratings. So I think it helps. So a little rating here, a little rating there. I don't, I'm not ashamed. I am unabashed in my appeal <coughs> for ratings. Excuse me. But in any case, um, definitely, if you're listening on Spotify, share, whatever, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend to enjoy, to come and enjoy this conversation. <coughs> in keeping with the recent theme of the holiday theme of how to get along with family and friends in these tumultuous political times during all of the uh, all of the uh, events and ideologies that seem to converge all the divergent ideologies that seem to converge at the dinner table the, the most recent most of my last few episodes have been about that because of how that discord has fractured certain families during the holiday season, which is unfortunate. So we've spoken about that at length, at nauseam. Spoke about it yesterday. But I want to kind of go back a couple of episodes. A couple of episodes ago, I did, I did, uh, uh, I discussed the NBA player Enes Cantor and former NBA player Andrew Bogut. Enes Cantor is of Turkish, he's Turkish, and Andrew Bogut is Australian. And I spoke about them. And I, the name of the episode, I think, is called The Hypocrisy <laughs> of Venice Cantor and Andrew Bogut. I think that's the words I use. I'm not sure. I can't remember. But, um, but I enjoyed that episode. I thought that episode was important. Uh, there are many, many people that I've spoken to that said, Whoa, June, tell us how you really feel. Very important episode. Very good episode. And I'm like, okay, great. Uh, but what was interesting about it is because I spoke about the indigenous people of Australia and how they have been mistreated by people like Andrew Bogut's ancestry and how he had zero business to criticize what LeBron James decided to uh, protest or, or, or lean his social justice uh, uh, tone to. He had no business when his own country is dealing with what it's dealing with. <clears throat> And I highlighted several things in this country that Andrew Bogut and Ennis Cantor could be pointing to uh, to speak about and that they refused to because they wanted to just take a shot at the LeBron James due to their own inherent hypocrisy. And something I just wanted to highlight really quickly because the name of this show is Whose World Is This? Everyone is included in it. When I was speaking about an indigenous, uh, speaking about indigenous people and I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and I started bringing up Native Americans and I don't know if I brought up Native Americans in my uh, previous rant about Ennis Cantor and Andrew Bogan. Because I don't know if you guys know, but there is an epidemic with
within the Native American community. Suicides. Um, the females, the girls are being kidnapped. Um, uh, more than 80% of them aren't even in databases. I mean, I was doing a read on this couple of months ago and I was just reading how epidemic it is, how rampant it is throughout the whole, throughout the United States, how alcoholism, suicide, and kidnappings are running rampant throughout Na um, Native American tribes. And it broke my heart. I, I did, I remember I sat there and I, I remember saying to myself, I have to do an episode on this. I wanted to fit it in somewhere. And um, I, f I, I'm, I feel bad that I didn't fit that in and segue into it during that episode. It's because I, I, maybe I should start writing all of this stuff down because all of this stuff is rattling in my head and then all of a sudden I start blurting things out. Maybe it would be good to bullet point a lot of these things because it was so important to speak about that. The parallels between what the native population in Australia is going through because they suffer from widespread drug abuse, marginalization from the overall society. They were stripped of their land, stripped of their culture, weren't allowed to even speak their native tongues. Um, they have there's alcoholism, there's rampant issues that go on due to the, it's the side effects of of forced colonization. OK, those people who went there are not settlers. And it's the same thing here. This is forced colonization. These weren't settlers. The people who came here did not settle. They didn't do that. That's that's not what we call it. No, it's not that it was a, a, a forced integration, so to speak, and then a domination. OK, and um, I wanted to bring that up only because it's something that if anyone out there wanted to do any more research on, I'm probably going to do an episode on it. But I think better yet. Remember, I told you guys in the previous episodes, this show is expanding. So that's why I'm going to be rattling my tin cup. I'm going to be rattling my tin cup saying, hey, guys, I need money. Yes, I want money to fund this show. We want more. We want to do this more than twice a week, more than once a week, more than, hey, when I feel like doing it, I'd like to do it. Hey, four times a week, five times a week. Then I'll start bullet pointing and start getting all doing what I used to do in school. All of a sudden, I'm grabbing notes and inroads and writing myself texts to remember this and remind. And then we can have that kind of show, almost a daily show, four or five times a week. And I want to do that. So what I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to interview several Native Americans. I know because now I'm, you know, I'm traveling all throughout the South Southwest I'm in contact with many, many Native Americans, and they look like me. It's another conversation. You know, you see Native Americans that look like Wesley Snipes, and they are from the Chickasaw, or they're from Choctaw, or they're from Kiowa tribe, and you're going, okay, that's another kind of conversation. Go see Dane Calloway on YouTube for that conversation. Uh, but um, we're going to talk about that. So that's why this show, I'm probably going to put a lot of that content, interviews, things like that are going to be on my Patreon account, Well, I'll tell you guys about, where it's going to be me interviewing someone and giving someone else the mic. And I'm going to put that over there, and that's going to be more subscription-based. And um, I will maybe do a snippet and start doing edits where I'll have a trailer to that episode here and or, or or a snippet of it maybe three four minutes and then to hear the rest of this episode go to the patreon i think that's what i'm going to start doing my interview shows maybe someplace else i don't know I'm, I'm just spewing out my business plan out loud thinking out loud but um i just wanted to bring that up i just wanted to highlight that because that's something that i'm going to be thinking about next year ab about that about bringing other people's worlds into our world more people invited into the actual conversation. We're going to have conversations where it's not just going to be me rambling for 60 minutes or 35 or 55 minutes. It's going to be others and they're going to get the floor and I'm going to be asking them a ton of questions and it could be part ones and part twos and I'm actually looking forward to it. I'm excited about it. I hope you guys are excited about it. We're going to keep this going. We're in episode 58. This is season four, episode 58. People ask me, why'd you break it down into seasons? There's a method to my madness, trust me. But um, episode 50, so we're in 58 episodes. 
So we're going to be at our 100th episode probably in a couple of months. I started this February of last year. I'm February of this year. I'm hoping to be at my 100th episode by February. It would be nice to have my 100th episode happen in a 12-month span. But if it doesn't, I'm not going to force it. You know, that, that those numbers don't matter. But we're going to keep this show going. We're going to be on location in different places depending on what happens next year. I don't know. I'm a traveler. I'm an avid traveler. I've, I've traveled to uh, more than a dozen countries. I've lived in a couple of other countries as well. Um, <clears throat> and I want to go on location. And I want to have these interviews with people on the spot. And there may be video uh, uh, of, of these actual uh, interviews. And that video will be on Patreon and, and places like that as well. Um, so we're going to see. There's it, just a lot going on that I want to share with you guys. A, this is... This is going to be something. This is going to be part of a larger uh, content initiative that me and Lenore Batista are a part of, are going to be doing next year. She is a musician. She, well, I can't call her a musician only. I mean, the woman is just a true artist. She's many things. She's an author. She's written the, the blueprint on how to self-publish. That book was number one in the genre earlier this year. So it's been a great 2021 in that regard. We're going to do a year-end review show. That's going to be awesome. So maybe the 30th, uh, 29th or 30th, we'll do a year in review. And I just go back, since we're speaking about gratitude, there's so many things that happened this year that felt like a kick in the stomach, but there were other things that I'm very grateful about as well. And we're going to speak about that. And so Lenore has right, is, uh, is written a bunch of books. We're working on some animation for certain things that she's done. We're working on a sound. We're, we're working on a lot of things. We're building up our, our media content little by little. We are an independent shop. We're gonna, if you want to come to us for podcasts, for books, for how to, how to do this, how to live, how to publish, how to be an entrepreneur, uh, books for children, we're going to be the place to go in many ways, shapes, or form, whether it's Chavez House, whether it's Whose World Is This, whether it's other companies that I will bring about. I have a book that will be published probably within the first quarter or, or, or the beginning of the second quarter of next year. I'm writing it as we speak, and I'm using Lenore Batista's um, success blueprint, How to Self-Publish. She's been published before. She was a New York, uh, an L.A. Times notable years ago. But, you know, she got wrapped up in corporate America because she wears all these different hats. And all of a sudden she was making big money in corporate. But she's an, a creator at heart. And we're going we're going back into the creative mode. We are leaving the corporate world behind. Um, no more W-2s that was provided by an employer. I'm, I think um, as you guys speak to me now. I don't think I'm ever going to ever fill out an application or a resume again for as long as I live. I'll do someone a favor. I'll get some money under the book, whatever. Hey, but I won't say, hey, listen, I'm here to interview. I just don't think that's going to happen. I just don't because I haven't met a boss that's as bossed up as I am. Just saying, tried, just doesn't fit that, 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 that soup of that, that person. It just doesn't, it's not a good fit. I have way too many ideas, um, way too much analysis, way too much ways to capitalize on what I've analyzed and then finding ways to execute. It's just too much. And they're not paying, they can't pay me what I'm worth. Not in these, not, not at the race to the bottom, not, not in these days and times. So I don't think it'll ever happen again. I haven't worked for someone. I was contracted out earlier this year that worked and didn't work out. And it's just like, wait, what am I doing? You know, we're going to talk about that. It's so easy to go into these jobs and give them all of our talent and get a stipend. Very difficult to build your own ship and own your own ship and build it. And sometimes I, I, I heard this saying somewhere, guys. I can't remember who it was. I think it was a YouTube personality said this. He said he's building the plane while he's flying it. So many people are looking for it to be perfect. Before they before they leave the ground, before they ascend, they want everything in place. And that's not how it works. He said, I'm building my plane while it's in the air. And I heard this just a week or two ago and it shook me. I was like, whoa, because that's what I did with this. 
because I go on different podcast forums and things that people are like, oh, what do I need to do to start? People think they need a full soundproof studio and a th- the four, five, six thousand dollars worth of equipment. I didn't do that. I said, you know what? I'm going to start it off. And if I don't like it, I'll stop and rethink it and retool it. And now we're in our 58th episode. So what is that saying? Sometimes you have to build that plane while you're flying it. Sometimes you just got to go. And then as it goes along, we're like, oh, we're going to add that. Oh, then I don't like going to add that, going to add that, going to add that. And that's what I'm doing. So instead of me waiting for it to be perfect, <clears throat> I'm going to add things on. Next year is going to be a little different than this year. We're going to add things on. And that's what we're going to do. Little, little subtle changes that you'll see. <clears throat> um, I don't personally think that the content itself needs an upgrade. I should pat myself on the back for that because I'm listening to a lot of people out there and they have great edits and trailers and the music and things like that. But I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Okay, cool. That's cool. Some of that stuff I like. Some of it I don't. Some of it I don't need. That's just me. Um, I like free. I like long form shows. Um, I don't need, you know, um, you know, things like that. But that's fine. But in any case, wanted to talk again. Wanted to speak again. Here we are. It's Christmas Eve. For many of you that are listening to this, you're going to be going to um, your family's homes or there's going to be family that are going to enter into your home. Some of you are in your 20s, some of you in your 30s, some of you in your 40s and 50s or whatever. You're going to be hosting people or you're going to going to someone's home. Christmas Eve or Christmas Day dinner. <clears throat> the last episode was very important. The last episode we did was uh, episode 57. Should we remain quiet? That episode is important. I would refer everyone back to that episode. I think that episode is going to become a Christmas classic where people are going to go back and go, you know what? I got to go listen to Should We Remain Quiet Again just to get my bearings before I do this. Ladies and gentlemen, if you think the times that we're living in are unprecedented, you're right. You're right for so many reasons. We have furloughs. We have firings. We have global issues. We have a collective global issue that's affecting every country out there big small doesn't matter it doesn't matter we have shutdowns here you can't go here but you can go there and if you go here you have to spend seven days in if you do this if you have a mask you have to wear a mask on the plane but not while you eat you have to take it off here you have to we're all going through this anxiety levels are through the roof we have thousands if not five thousand plus violent incidents in the air and 3,900 of them were mask related. Okay. For some people, it sounds ridiculous. And for others, it's, 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 it's some other people can empathize and say, yeah, that's, that's apex frustration that has to be considered. It's easy to summarily dismiss those people as selfish or immature, whatever you want to call them. It's easy. That's that. That's that's easy. It's easy to just uh, brush them off. But would we like to take a moment and unpack that? There's a lot going on. Like I said, there are a lot of people that are going to be at that Christmas dinner that don't know if they're going to have their own place next year. Don't know how they're going to pay the rent. Don't know how they're going to pay the mortgage. They don't know how they're going to pay the car note. They don't know how they're going to pay off a lot of these credit cards, their car insurance. They don't know. There's certain family members that are going to have they're going to be living with each other that haven't lived with each other for years or ever. And you may not agree with your family member on these points. You may be someone who's going to be homeless soon. And you may be entering into a family's home and you're thinking, I'm going to this family member's house because Joe Biden messed everything up. Gavin Newsom messed everything up. Uh, Andrew Cuomo and de Blasio and the rest of them messed everything up. And you're going to a house that believes the opposite. That Donald Trump is the reason why I'm here. Donald Trump is the reason why you're here. Blah, 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 blah. You understand what I'm saying? So one person, you, you could be a, a Bidener going into the house of a Trumper. And guess what? <clears throat> yeah, that can cause a little bit of a rift. We're going to need each other more than ever. We're going to be working from home. 
Some of you are going to be setting up little tiny little office spaces in your family's home. I know this for a fact. I know people going through this. I'm speaking about the world that we're living in right now. This is what's going on in this country. You have people saying, man, I got to move into my family's house, man, but I just got this job online. So not only am I going to, you know, they, they let me have the spare bedroom, but now, you know, I'm going to have to get an internet connection now because I'm going to be there and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, there's going to be equipment in there and, and a person and that person's thinking, man, I'm here because Biden done messed up everything and blah, blah, blah. And the other person is a Biden person. The other person is a Biden person and you're a Trump person or vice versa. You're a Trump person going, oh, man, look what Biden did. This Biden's the reason why I'm in this mess. And the other person's going, no, 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 you're not. It's because of your boy Trump did this to you. It's the reason why, because he didn't do this and he didn't stop the thing before the thing was supposed to be stopped and blah, blah, blah. You don't want that to turn into a thing. Because neither one of those presidents are helping you right now. You're not staying at the White House and you're not staying at Mar-a-Lago. You're in your friend's bedroom. You're in your family member's bedroom in their spare room. You're on that pull-out couch in the day room. Knock it off. So if these parties and these Christmas events that are happening, because I kind of skipped ahead, because I'm telling you, we're going to have a couple of these episodes in the new year, but we're going to get back to grandiose thoughts in the new year. But we're going to have these thoughts. This is important. This is important that we scale down the things that are going on while we're dealing with who Rittenhouse was not guilty or who such and such Officer Cooper or whatever her name was was guilty and uh, this one happened and Ahmaud Arbery got justice and this one didn't. Whatever. Regardless of all of that, it's going to come down to who's living with whom, who's staying with whom, who's a friend of whom, who's looking out for who. That's what's going on. And at these dinner tables, I want you guys to strategize even before you get there. If you are a host or hostess of a party within the next six to seven days, whether it's Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, post-Christmas, Kwanzaa, uh, 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 New Year's Eve, New Year's Day parties, I want you guys to instruct every single guest, every single guest. If you know, if you have a family member that's coming through and they're bringing a new girlfriend or a new boyfriend or just a friend, it's a plus one, you say, listen, you let that person know, no politics, no religion, no economics, no guilty verdicts, no not guilty verdicts, no any of that. No political statements on t-shirts or anything. None of that. Know what I mean? This is going to be the neutral house. Neutral. What was the guy's name? What was that guy's name um, in the movie Constantine? Digimon Unsu, right? Remember? When uh, Keanu Reeves' character was Constantine and he went to, um, um, there was this place where they could all meet the angels and the demons and everyone can meet in this one neutral location. Yeah, it was, um, his name was a Midnight, Papa Midnight. And he had that little bar. So Baltazar and Constantine, everyone can go there. Angels and demons and everyone can meet there and it was neutral ground. No conflict was allowed in Papa Midnight's establishment. Okay? And that's what your place has to represent. Your place. No no flags, no BLMs, no January 6th in remembrance of, no, 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 no Quanon, no Alex Jones, no Rogan, no, no, I took my vax with a heart, no, no circle and slash around the syringe. None of it. None of that. Tell them. We're dealing with the practical things that have to happen. We have to break these things down. They're not going to tell you this on, um, respectfully, on public radio. They, 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 they claim to speak for the public, but they, we'll talk about that another day. But these are the practical, the ABCs of, of how to keep the peace amongst the people that are going to be with us no matter who's in office no matter who gets fired, whether Bill O'Reilly has a job or not, whether Donald Trump has a job or not, George Bush II or Joe Biden has a job or even knows what job he has at the moment, whether they know these things or not, it doesn't matter. Whether Tucker Carlson gets fired, whether Chris Cuomo's there or Anderson or, or, or whether, it doesn't matter. Regardless of what, these are the people that we're going to have to count on. We're going to be working from home. We're going to be taking cigarette breaks and stretching breaks outside of wherever we live. And guess what we're going to see? We're going to see neighbors doing the same. 
We're going to see neighbors in the dog park in the middle of the day at times we never saw them before. Guess what? Because now they're working from home. They're taking a 15-minute break, and they use that break to get a little bit of sunshine and take their dog outside or just take a, get, a, get, get some oxygen, something they were never able to do while they were at work. You want to get to know these people. You want to get to know your family members better, your friends better. You go to these places if you're a host or a hostess. Tell everyone on your guest list that you have invited to your home or to the lounge or wherever. No politics. No religion. No political symbols on shirts. This is about family. And people go, well, if it's family, I should be able to express myself the way I want to and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, not now. (laughs) Save it for January 2nd, 3rd. But the holiday season, because We have not found a way to agree to disagree. We haven't. We have fractured families. Discord is a is a is an abundance. Discord is abound. Why? Because we we we're so invested in the in the confrontation and the conflict and not the resolution. We want to be right. We want to make points. We want to take shots, just like our confrontational media does. It's a form of infotainment where you want to feel informed, but yet not be informed. Because when you're truly looking to be informed, there's no conflict and there's no confrontation. But if you're looking for what you believe to be confirmed, different than being informed, confirmation bias and information are two separate things. And many of us are looking to just have what we believe agreed with and confirmed. That's it. Have our belief system uh, uh, validated. That's all. So it, that's when it gets emotional. That's when, it's, that's when you are operating outside the realms of in, intellect at that moment is when you want to be right. You don't want to be correct. You want to be right. You want to win, not be correct. You want to win this round. You want the audience. You want to sway the people at the table or in the room, whatever. You don't want to be correct. You want to win. I don't do that on my side. And I don't want you guys to do that on side. Hostesses and hosts and hostesses of events that will be transpiring. If you are hosting any events within the next six to seven to eight days, you let the people know, no, no politics, no politics, no religion, no funky ideologies, no not guilty. Who's guilty? No blue lives mattering. No black lives mattering. No, 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 no BLMing. No Quinnoning. No Alex Jonesing. No Jeroganing. No vaccine. No, no I love syringes T-shirts. No I hate syringes T-shirts. None of it. Tell them don't do it. Let's drink. Let's be merry. Let's hug each other. Let's love each other. Let's exchange numbers. Let's exchange email addresses again. Someone knows about a job. Hook up your friend. Hey, such and such is in that field. Hey, you know somebody in that field? Such and such is looking to leave the job. Hey, such and such just lost their job. Yeah, they just got furloughed. Yeah, but don't turn it into, yeah, these damn did mandates. Because it's, it's, it's a thin line between we are all on an emotional razor's edge. Many of us. I'm not going to say all, but many of us are. It's easy to have a conversation go from, yeah, I was working at a restaurant. I was making really good money until they shut us down. Let's go, Brandon. It's very easy to go from that. to It's very It's a slippery slope. It's, it's as slippery as slippery can get. It's, it's literally like ice skating with hot skates. Like it's like you heated the skate and then you went on an ice rink. That, that's how slippery it is right now, okay? It's easy to descend. The descent is real. But that's not going to bring about solutions, is it? Taking a shot at the administration, past or present, isn't going to help the fact that you're out of work. And there's somebody in this place right now that may not um, uh, 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 share your political or uh, your, 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 ideo- your ideology, but they looked at your resume. You sent it to them. You know, you sent them your LinkedIn. They looked at your LinkedIn and they're saying, oh, yeah, I could work with them. But yet you just open, you put your foot in your mouth talking about let's go this and let's go that or F this one. Or F, and then all of a sudden, now, now there goes that job prospect because you didn't know how to conduct yourself. Is, am I getting through to some people out there? The reason why I'm, I'm speaking with such urgency is because maybe it's a lot of the people that are listening to me are saying, well, June, that, that's not my life. Yeah, maybe. 
but you know someone who's going through this. Trust me. And if you do, send this to them. <clears throat> send this to them. If any talk about jabs is going to send them into a, 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 a diatribe, jabbed or, or not to jab, or Trump or not to Trump, or, or Biden or let's go, by, or this one, or who's guilty and who had the right to bear arms and who had the right to defend themselves or what, all of, all of this. You know someone who as soon as they start, they get set on fire. And the last thing you want is this person set on fire at your party or at a party that you're attending and burn down the fun. This is an opportunity, guys. I'm telling you, we have an opportunity. I'm no, I noticed. Remember, remember what I, I told you guys. When I first started doing these, these podcasts in February, March and in February, March and April, I was speaking about employment and employment empowerment and how I thought a shift may occur. Lo and behold, two, three months later, all over the all over great resignation. I'm like, huh? I was a little bit ahead of that. Just saying, go back. I got it for posterity's sake. You guys can go back and, and listen to season one and season two. And I was a little bit ahead. And all of a sudden, I heard terms, great resignation. I was like, oh, isn't that what I was talking about? I read all of these articles, New York Times, Bloomberg, Wall Street, Wall Street Journal. And I'm like, that sounded like, were you guys listening to me? I, I must be pretty good at this. I must know what I'm talking about. So what I'm saying to you guys now, if I may be so uh, uh, provocative or, 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 or presumptuous, I'm saying that next year we're going to need each other more than we've ever needed each other in my lifetime. And when I mean each other, I mean the people that you know, the people that you can touch, the people that you eat with, the people that you cash app and say, you'll hold that for a second. I know you're going through something. The people that you would go over there and split a meal and watch a game with or people you'd be on the phone and argue about basketball or football or music or this one or that one all day. The people that you send hilarious little shorts to and, and links and, and funny and little memes to those people. You're going to need those people more than ever. Most, a lot of us are going to be working from our homes. We're going to be isolated from the people who really didn't care about us. I call them coworkers, supervisors, and employers. They didn't care about us because when we leave these jobs, we no longer coexist if we're no longer coworkers. All of a sudden, you're texting those same people that you were going out with after dinner drinks with, and you're noticing they're taking a whole lot longer to get back to you. Yeah, out of sight, out of mind, friend. That's how it works. That's how it works. So let's start reinvesting that energy back into the people that are always going to be there. Always, no matter what job we have, no matter what school we go to, no matter who's in office, no matter who gets fired for doing this. Chris, Chris Cuomo gets fired from CNN for doing, you know, for for um, getting involved in his uh, brother's uh, 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 case. Andrew Cuomo got, he resigns due to being a little bit too frisky on the job. Um, Bill O'Reilly's gone. This one's gone. That one's gone. Don Lemon, as far as I'm concerned, should be suspended and terminated immediately for interject for um, injecting himself in the the justice for Juicy Smollier case, case where that man lied about being attacked, having a racial attack and a and a homophobic attack. Okay, lied to police. Okay, but I digress. These people are not part of my life unless I make them a part of my life. My family are a part of me. I share their DNA. We have the same biological information flowing through our veins, for God's sake. But yet we're, 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 we're fighting over people that are on these screens that we're never going to meet, that we've never met, that, that don't invest in us in the same fashion that we invest in them. Can we hold, hold on to that for a moment? We're investing in people that don't invest in us. We've invested so much into the, to the talking points of these talking heads that are told what to say and how to say it. You think they're actually saying what they think? I'm saying what I think because I pay me. You pay me. But the paymasters, these guys are reading off of screens. You're reading off of teleprompters or the things that they're saying. They have a little earpiece in their ear. And it's telling them, hey, steer away from that part of the conversation. That's not that's a, you're not on you're not on code. They have meetings, production meetings where they get to have this where they where they where they narrow down. They narrow. Remember, we spoke about narrowing the scope of the conversation on this show. We add things to the conversation so we can have make an informed opinion and have an informed perspective as opposed to narrowing it. 
as opposed to the myopia and the confirmation bias that exists. Listen to me now. We're going to be around our family and our friends a lot more than we were early. We're going to be texting them during the day more because we're going to be working from home. Our schedules are going to be a bit more flexible. We're going to be able to meet for lunches, meet for Zoom lunches. Where it's like, hey, what are you having? Where I'm over here in Texas, or you're over there in uh, uh, Iowa, or you're over there in uh, Florida, New York City, or whatever. It's like, yo, what are you eating for lunch? Are you having lunch at home? Yo, let's do a Zoom lunch. You eat what you're eating, I'm eating what I'm eating, and all of a sudden we get to talk. It's going to be more of us working and living and coexist together, our friends, our family. The time starts now at this holiday dinner table. Learn to navigate and circumnavigate through all of these ideological differences. Host and hostess, your job is to make sure that stuff is not showing up at your doorstep. And then when you're in the room, host and hostess, your responsibility is to keep the vibe alive. So if it's your job to put out little fires, you see something starting there, you give a little nudge to someone by the eggnog bowl by the little, by the scotch deck where I, I would probably be, you know, over there by the scotch over there, you know, the, the, the Balvini or the, or the, or the uh, 25 year old Glenn Levette. Yeah, that'll be me. I'll be over there. Okay. Johnny Walker blue label. Yes, sir. That, that, that'd be me. You don't got to say anything to me. June stays in the food and the liquor. So you're going to tell me about anything. I'm the one cracking jokes. Some of them may be a bit off color, but that's fine. You know, I'm a little racy with my jokes sometimes, but I'm all in fun. I'm the one chasing. The, the kids are chasing me. I'm opening up toys with the kids. I may open up a kid's toy and play. That's me. I'm on some real life of the party. I'm keeping it festive. I'm keeping, I'm cognizant that it's my job as a, one of the revelers and party goers, whether I'm the host or a guest, to keep the vibe alive. And I want the host and the hostess to be aware of this. It's not just your job to have a, a, a safe space and food. It's your job to be like, okay, that conversation, I'm going to pull such and such to the side and go, hey, listen, we're not going to do that. I don't know if you got the call. Did you get my text? Oh, you didn't get the voicemail? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not doing any politics, any religion, no gas. Don't mention how much you spent at the gas tank, how much. Yeah, yes, I know you're a home builder, and yeah, the cost of goods and supplies are so much, and it's scarce because there's trucks and boats and barges on the coast of California, and you want to blame Gavin Newsom. Great, no problem. That's not for tonight. Not for tonight. If someone's looking for a job in the room, I'm going to try to get them a job. Don't mention the reason why you don't have a job is because of Biden's mandate and this vax man. And don't do that. This is your skill set. This is what you do. This is where you work. You got furloughed. It's unfortunate if that company would get, you, you know, but it's great. You still have great relationships there. No hard feelings. You're looking on to bigger. You're looking for bigger and better things. I'm giving you the script, people. I know you're emotional. I know you're in your feelings. You're wondering how in the heck did I get fired? How in the heck did I get furloughed, fired, whatever the case may be? How in the furlough did this happen to me? Yeah, it happened. But that doesn't mean that you have to now turn it into a political uh, a stump speech. You don't have to do that. There's ways around it. So then there's someone else who's like, you know what? I might know somebody. Do you now? Well, here's my number. Here's my email. Here's my LinkedIn. I'm going to send you my LinkedIn link, my email, and my phone number. You could take a look in your leisure. Not now, obviously, you know, in the middle of the drinks. But I just want to let you know I know all of that good stuff. And boom, that's what you do. So there's some, you, 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 and then you're meeting your friends and your family again. Hey, let me get your new number. Let me get you this. I heard you were doing this. That's dope. Blah, 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 blah. So if you're an activist and you are on fire all year for, for whatever cause du jour, keep that away from the from 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 that family event if 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 there's a family member there that you saw on youtube talking about such and such and such and such don't mention it okay if i ask you what you've been doing with yourself and all you have on your resume for the year is that you were all over the country blming or quananing or trumping Mention something else. Be like, ah, no, you know, just, you know, looking for work and doing this, that, and the third and blah, 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 blah. No. Because like I said, we have not evolved to the point where we can have these conversations in a uh, more civil manner without causing fractures and discord. Like I said, I have a friend of mine who hasn't had dinner, Christmas dinner with his mom 
since 2008 December, since Barack Obama was elected. I think he had dinner with her that Christmas. But after that, because he voted for Obama, she did not want him in his house, in her house during Christmas. She said, you voted for the devil. That's what it is. You are not allowed at my house at Christmas. So from 2009, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, he did not have Christmas dinner with his mom. And I told him he must have Christmas dinner with his mom, or at the very least, bring a big box. I don't care if there's one silver slipper in that box, but get your mama a box, a big Christmas box, and you ring the doorbell, like, Mom, I'm coming over this Christmas. And, you, and if she goes, no, you're not allowed in this house, you go, Mom, well, I love you. Um, I hope you can get over this stuff, you know, because I didn't do anything wrong, but we're not going to get into that. I got you something. I love you. Who's here? And I, and I bet you if you have, if you, and I told my boy, I said, you got family in that house. They're going to be like, who's at the door? But, let him in. Let him in. That's your son. Guarantee you. If, because his other family don't approve of how she's acting. So he has consensus on his side. Okay? So if he shows up with that big box and the door is open and there's family there, a family that he hasn't seen in a little while as well, guess what? She's going to be forced because he never showed up after that. How many summers? How many winters? How many Christmas dinners? But while Barack is out there getting $1 million per speech, I think. I mean, he's getting an exorbitant amount to hear him speak. About what? I have no idea. But this man is not, I mean, for what? I mean, what is it, half a million dollars? I should look that up. Well, I'm not going to look that up now. Um, I don't want to be on my computer while I talk. It's very distracting. Um, but I got to look that up for maybe uh, another show I'm going to do. Um, yeah, because I want to do a show about uh, people who speak and things like that um, and how much they get paid and why uh, and the value of actual rhetoric and eloquence. Uh, I, I have that in the back of my head for whatever reason. I wanted to do something on that. Why? Because I find certain speakers to be quite captivating and, you know, I'm trying the science of speech is something that's very interesting to me or intriguing to me. But um, yeah. So he's getting like whatever hundred thousand or a million, whatever for a speech. And meanwhile, you know, your son has had some financial issues that he needed to take care of. And then he got furloughed and he got another job and he's going through all of this without his mama's help. Why? And we're family. They're family. So I'm telling everybody, if you're at these parties and you hear someone starting to get hot with politics, if you feel comfortable enough and you feel adept enough and you feel equipped enough, to enter into that conversation, like, hey, let me talk to you for a second. Hey, no, let's let's not let's let's keep the vibe alive, man. Let's not talk. Let's let's make this a politics-free zone, man. You know, let's keep it sports. Let's keep it. How about those Lakers? That's me. I've used that before. Uh, how about them Cowboys? I'm not a Cowboy fan, but I've said that just to lighten up a mood when I noticed something was getting out of hand. And I was like, ah, oh, nah, man, we're not gonna go there, man. How about them Cowboys? And and everybody in the room understood that that was double speak for let's keep it light let's keep it about sports and this that and the third for this particular holiday season we're going to do that people next year we're going to need each other more than ever we're going to lean on each other more than we've ever leaned in my lifetime remember i said it it's christmas eve december 24th 2021 friday december 24th 2021 i'm telling you we're going to need each other a lot more. That means we're going to have to learn to truly agree to disagree. We're going to have to learn how to navigate through um, diver, uh, divergent ideologies. We, we have to in our family. We can't put these talking heads and these forums and these Facebook pages and these Instagram pages above our family and friends and the people that are going to be there for us. We're going to be working in close quarters because now we're going to be home with family working. There, there oftentimes I'm in one office in the, in the apartment and Lenore's in the other one and she's working on her stuff and she's texting me. Hey, um, can you make me a sandwich? Can you make me a, a scooped bagel with cream cheese and, a, and some olives? And I'm saying to myself, when did I become June's delicatessen? And then I go in the kitchen and this is what's going on. Never had a situation like this in my life. Usually we don't see each other. I'm working on one side of the town. She's working on another side of the town. She's Her hustle may end at 6, 7. My hustle may end at 9, 10. Whatever it is, this is the first time. So can you imagine if we didn't like each other or love each other or be able to cohabitate or be able to 
um, whether she believes one thing, I believe another, <clears throat> still able to find a common accord regardless. And she's like, hey, can you get me a pumpkin spice latte with whipped cream and oat milk, please? And I'm like, what? I'm in the middle. All right, man. Okay. And then sometimes I go to my virtual office. There's another place where I work out of where I'm just like, okay, I think I, I can be a little bit more productive away. But then I go outside and guess who I see? I see my other neighbors who I only used to see in the mornings or in the evenings. I see them in the middle of the day. I go, hey, what you guys doing? Oh, I'm doing this, that, and the third, and blah, 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 blah. Oh, so what kind of industry are you in? Blah, 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 blah. I, I'll ask three to four questions that'll give me a, 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 an overview of what's going on in your world at your particular moment. I have zero issue with that. People go, I don't want to be in people's business. I live with these people. They are my business. We're sharing walls and ceilings. My wall is their wall. My floor is their ceiling. My ceiling is their floor. You understand? We are all living in this world together. I go by the dog park. There's a bunch of people. I'm going by my usual haunts, and I notice that there's more people there than usual because people are home. Pe you want to meet real people, not you don't want to know about the world as they tell you it is through some screens. Like I, I think I had an episode where I spoke about which which screen are you paying attention to your window, your car window and your home window or that screen in your hand or that screen in the middle of your living room and bedroom. Which truth are you applying to your life? The, the things they, they tell you or the things that you see actually. The data that they tell you, this is what's going on in your world. And then I go outside and I'm asking probing questions to every single neighbor and people I meet. I have cold conversations all day. What I mean by cold conversations with complete strangers, the same way you cold call. If you're in sales, you pick up the phone. It's a number and it's a name and it's an address. You don't know anything else except that number and a name. And you're like, hey, my name is June. And you're and you're somehow somewhere you're supposed to be able to create a relationship even though you've never seen this person, this person's never heard of you, you've never heard of them. That's how I do on the street. I meet people, I cold conversate, converse, I cold converse, hey, what's up? So the information I get is from the ground, not from the low-hanging fruit of media. That's why I told you guys, stay away from content that all they do is react to what others have been told. Well, they're going to react to some mouthpiece that got information from some other mouthpiece that got some information from some other mouthpiece paymaster and they're paid to say you're going to react to someone who is reading something off of a teleprompter. Really? That a lot of what the YouTube space and the commentary space and even some of the, f the podcast space is just breaking down little things that are said um, in the media. And they'll, their whole premise is that. I find that to be lowbrow. What are you thinking? We already know that that stuff is, mm, it's the narrowing of perspectives to keep everybody speaking about things in, these narrow, in, in a narrow short form. That in 30 minutes, you can't give me 35 different events in 30 minutes and expect me to have a truly well-rounded, informed opinion on it. We've had that conversation. That's why we don't pick from that low-hanging fruit called mainstream media. And I would encourage everyone, don't listen to them. Don't listen to them, listen to me. Because they're not telling you how to navigate with your mom and your dad and your brothers and your sisters and your in-laws and your brother-in-law and your sister-in-law and your boyfriend's girlfriend, your girlfriend's boyfriend, or whatever, or your girlfriend's friend's friend, this, that, and the third. They're not telling you how to do this. They're not telling you that next year we're going to have to work with each other. We're going to have to be closer. We're going to have to be, be able to find some sort of common ground in union and be able to navigate it and not be so em emotionally invested in our particular ideologies and opinions. The bigger picture is this is family. We have to be more solution based. We have to try to be correct, not just win. For a moment, I don't care what you believe. But entertain the possibility that you might be wrong entertain the possibility that you don't have all the information entertain that as a possibility please you'll be better for it you'll be smarter for it you'll be more empathetic more understanding you might just be wrong and you know what you do when you might just be wrong you you start to research you start to go you know what what if i'm wrong and then you're able to entertain another argument maybe you're even you're even able to in your own mind say i'm gonna i'm gonna completely um play devil's advocate and counter everything that I believe. What would be a great counter argument? If any one of you have taken a debate class, that's what you're supposed to do. If you've ever been in a debate forum, 
Your job is to believe something and to be able to tear and rip apart the counters to your belief. And if you can tear it and rip up, rip it apart, you, you should be able to argue any side against the middle. That's your job. Because it's so as soon as someone introduces new information to you, you should be like, oh, bravo. Thank you. I didn't know that already. I didn't know that because you understand. I tell you, I stand correct until I stand corrected. That's me. I'm correct until you correct me. You introduce new information. I go, oh, didn't know that. That's interesting. That, if verified, changes the, changes the conversation. Awesome. I just received new information. So now I'm no longer correct. I stand corrected. And, I, and I've been in public situations where I thought I was right and I ended up standing corrected. I thought I did the, the, my due diligence, but uh, there, was, there was some things missing. Thankfully, someone was there to correct me. And other people are like, oh, damn, June, you didn't know that? Yeah, no, I didn't know that because none of us know everything. That's why. So my ego didn't take a hit. It didn't because I, I want to be correct. I don't want to win. It's, it's not a win or lose. That's not that kind of game or, or gain. So I'm, I'm imploring and encouraging everyone out there. Take a moment. Take that moment. And if you're a host or hostess, you let everybody know from the door, from before the door, from the invite, from the text, no politics, no religion, none of that stuff. We're really trying to keep it light. You know, things out there are volatile. People have their own belief system, and we're great for that. We're great. We're great. We're, I'm okay with it. Me, I say happy holidays. Some people get offended by it. I'll say happy holidays to someone, and they'll respond with Merry Christmas. And I'll go, okay, there is Hanukkah, there's Kwanzaa. You know, there's a lot going on right now. You know, your your particular belief system doesn't have a patent on this time of year. It, doesn't, it hasn't cornered the market. Well, one can say that Christmas actually cornered the capitalist and ideological market. But there are a lot of people celebrating a lot of things. And I know a lot of different kind of people. So that's why when I start my show with good morning, good evening, good afternoon and good night or whatever, it's because there are people listening from all over at different times. When I, when I drop some of my episodes at 4 a.m., it's morning for some. But then if you're listening to me in other parts of the world, if you're in Asia, it's not. Right? If, if you're listening in the afternoon, and I have friends of mine that are in Europe, and it's six hours. If you're in the United States, and I have friends of mine in Europe that are six plus hours ahead of us, it's evening for them. It's nighttime for them. Right? That's why I do that. I do that purposefully to include everyone. So when I say happy holidays, some people may get offended, but, you know, there's nothing to get offended. I, that's for everyone. Happy holidays. Sometimes I just say happy new year. I say that even sometimes because it's sometimes I just can't be bothered with people's, you know, some people get inadequate when I say happy holidays. So I go happy new year. I just bypass the whole holiday season. Just like I told you guys in the last episode when I went, when I went over uh, an in-law family's house and he says, don't forget to put the Christ back in Christmas. I was like, oh, geez, why do we got to do that? We, everybody said, because my card said Merry Xmas or something. So he didn't look at me, but that was his own passive, little aggressive, little funny way of trying to take a, I guess he wanted to take a shot or, or auto or correct me. Whatever, dude. It's all good, man. You know? So, you know, all I want is everyone out there to just understand that next year is a year where, I'm hoping it's not going to happen. We're not going to have a better political understanding of the world around us. We're not going to do that. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not being a cynic. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. But I want everyone to have a better understanding of each other. A political understanding, that's another kind of conversation. That's going to take a bit of stripping and mining what you've been told and taught from early. And I have episodes where we go into that. But I would have to go into other things and maybe we'll get into it. We'll get into indoctrination versus education versus information, whether to feel informed or be informed. Edward Bernays, propaganda, too much this, Karl Popper, truth. You know, if your truth can't be dispelled or verified, then it's not a truth. And we can get into all that. That's cool. Not now. So I'm not looking for a greater political understanding or, or, or anything. You know, they tell you that China's the boogeyman or they tell you that Afghanistan. Yeah, I'm not. We're not going to do that. We, we're not. That's too much. That's, you know, that's trying to eat the whole elephant in one bite. 
we're not going to do that. But what we can do is have a better understanding of the people that are going to be with us, that we're going to need, that we're going to need for to help us get that down payment on that 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 house. That we need to get our cars out of repo or whatever the case may be, right? That you're going to need to get, you know, you're going to need some contacts for those for another job, right? Because I, I'm pretty sure your Indeed and your Zip Recruiters and all of that may not be the greatest. Most of us get gigs through word of mouth. We hear about a thing from a friend or family member, then it's, oh, let me go, let me go check that out. And someone says, you can use me as a reference. Bong, you're in. Uh-oh, higher probability. Forget about the augmented artificial intelligence that's skimming through your resume. 75% of resumes get thrown out before an HR manager can even see them. 75% of resumes. I heard this from a headhunter within the last 15 days. 75% of resumes get what? Flagged and don't even get to, don't even get to the desk of a human being. And I'm hearing that the numbers are higher. That's not a human being who's flagging it, it's the computer. The computer said, no, reject, reject. So when that friend or family member says, eh, this person here, Jane Smith, John Smith, it's a friend of mine. Oh, that doesn't get thrown out. That one gets put in that 25% pile and at the top of it with all the other nepotistic applicants who know someone. All of you guys that know somebody who knows somebody because it's not what you know is who you know, that know somebody pile is on top of the people who just know something. So the people who know somebody get on top of the people who know something about the job. All right. That's the upper 5% of applicants. Okay. You ain't going to get that if, you, if you're just screaming and ranting on at the Christmas party, drunk off eggnog, talking about, yeah, Brandon, look what Biden mandating fascist or Trump is an idiot. Blah, 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 blah. Nonsense. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's a time to be merry and it's a time to unite. Get about the holiday. See, I'm thinking about it strategically. It's about uniting as a family unit. That kitchen table and that dinner table, that dining room table is going to be essential. It's going to be an essential place next year with variants and Marions and Omarions and Megatron variants and whatever and Guess what? That means, oh, family, oh, what are we going to do? Oh, I, I'm going to need some information on how to do this, that, and the third. Okay, great. Okay. Did you get water from the supermarket because I didn't get a chance to because my, okay, well, I got you. I just dropped off some in front of your house on the way. You don't have to leave the house. I got you. That's what it's going to be. Your sportscasters, your newscasters, your talking heads, your, 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 your infotainers, um, your president, your vice president, your governor, your senator, your mayor, they're not the ones who are going to do that. They're not the ones who are going to drop off the casserole in your front steps in the cooler because they know you're out of work. And they're like, hey, you know what? You can put it in the freezer. And when you warm it back up, you warm it up at 350 degrees preheat Fahrenheit in your oven. Okay? None of the people that you voted for or um, 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 send links or, or argue their perspective for um, are going to do that for you. So you got to make nice, make peace, and unite at that table because you're going to need each other more than ever. All right? On that note, I'd like to wish everyone a happy holiday. Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah, happy New Year. We're going to have several New Year shows before January 1st. Um, I want everybody to enjoy their their time with family and friends, man. Be mindful. I want everybody to think about what's really, really important, which is the union of, of the people that look like you, that, that come from your struggle, that understand you the best, that under, and, and cherish them. And you might have been taking them for granted over the last tw 11 months or 12 months. Here is an opportunity to re- uh, prioritize those people and say listen thank you for being a person that cherishes me I cherish you and I appreciate the fact that you've been in my life for this whole year you've been in his life for more than this whole year that I appreciate you and I'm hoping to go into this new year 
uh, reinvigorated with you being someone that I care about and cherish and value. I appreciate you, and I know that you appreciate me. That's what this is about. Nothing else. And I'm I, and and know and say that with the full knowledge that we're going to need these people more th more than ever in the next twelve months. Remember, you heard it here. So on that note, everybody, like I said, what I want for the holiday season, I want everybody to subscribe. I want every listener to share one of their favorite episodes to at least one friend. I want you to rate it if you're listening on iTunes, rate it, review it, and subscribe. That's what I want, um, whether it's Spotify or iTunes, share it. Uh, and if you want, you can drop something in my, my dollar sign Junebo, dollar sign J-U-N-B-E-A-U. Hey, I don't mind that, Cash App, whatever. But yeah, understand that a lot of what you're going to donate is going to come back out into these episodes. <clears throat> That's what's going to occur. Um, I could do this all day, literally all day. And I could do four or five episodes a day. If so, could do live shows, do this, do that. I can do a whole lot of things, you know, it, it, but it's going to be a part of a bigger picture and there's going to be more items. I don't know who's turned off or turned on by me hawking gratitude journals and fitness journals, but Hey, I'm giving out medicine. You know what I mean? This is the stuff that we can all use without side effects. There's no side effects to the stuff that I'm hawking. Just saying, you know, gratitude journals and fitness journals. Hey, there's no side effects to it. Zero, zero contraindications. I don't have to have a suggested use or um, warning at the bottom of anything that comes from my side. Just saying. So um, I'm unabashed in the things that I will be telling you guys to support or asking you guys to support in the future. But in that case, guys, on that note, everyone out there, enjoy your holiday. We'll talk soon.